Beyond compare, your love never fails. Your grace falls down like rain. A glory and honor and praise be unto your name. A glory and honor and praise be unto your name. You are amazing, our God is unchanging, always unfailing, the beginning and the end. You are amazing. Thou 
dry shall come with shout of acclamation and take me home what joy shall fill my heart then i shall bow in humble adoration and then proclaim my god how great thou art then sings my soul my savior god to
Madagascar is a world unto itself. Some call it the eighth continent. It is an island of unique beauty and diversity. I live on an island of an island. I am Malagasy, but my people are known as the Sakalaba. You might come to my small island and feel as if you found a paradise, an escape from the troubles of life. But there is a darkness here, brought here by my ancestors many years ago. This darkness surrounds me like an ocean. It binds me to our past. Long ago, my people were one with the Sakalava, but not anymore. I am an Antakarna, and our story is one I have known all my life. We were on the run, fleeing to save our lives and our culture. The Merina people were conquering all the Malagasy tribes, but we would not submit. We fought and fled. We hid in caves. When hope seemed lost, our king made a prayer to a God we did not know. He vowed that if our people were saved, we would follow the religion of Muhammad. So my people, led by the king, left the caves and escaped to the open sea. crossed the waters and arrived on this small island. That was a long time ago. This island is the birthplace of the Antakarna people. It is my birthplace. Our people kept the king's oath and we still call ourselves Muslim. But I am Antakarna first, bound to our culture and history bound by oaths. Life in Asakalaba village has many joys. My people are fishermen. We grow rice and keep animals. We take care of each other. But my people are caught between worlds, between the realms of the living and the dead. We don't usually talk about this. We just accept it because we cannot escape it. Many of the youth from my village have left for the city. I also live in the city. I am attending school there. I think education could be a bridge to the future. My village is a tie to the past. When I come home, I come to see my grandmother. She's my closest friend. She encourages me and reminds me who I am. And she tells me the stories of our ancestors. How they were the first to settle here. How they set in place the three sacred sites that surround our village. The spirits of these dead ancestors still rule over us, and I must keep favor in their eyes. When I am in the village, I feel this connection, this bond, sometimes like a chain around my heart. I am a fisherman like my father. I have many brothers, but I am fortunate to be the one he takes with him on his boat. We fish almost every day. My father is also a diver, the strongest in the whole island. He can dive 100 feet below the water. Sometimes I count the minutes and wonder if he will ever surface, but he always does, and with valuable sea creatures that help support our village. The Antakarna people have everything they need right here. We're cut off from the mainland, but connected to our ancestors. 
no matter where we go. At night, we retell the stories in songs and chants of how our people were delivered from the conquering mariner and how the dead kings still speak to us through sacred stones. These stories remind me what it means to be Antakarna. They remind me of the vows I am bound to keep. Sometimes I think about the world across the sea, about the oppression my people fled from, and I wonder sometimes why it feels like I'm still running. These dead ancestors are tied to our things. If we have questions or petitions, they are the ones we go to. I go to the stones, take off my sandals and approach, bow down and maybe leave an offering of food or cloth. Here, my ancestors will hear me. I can bargain with them. At the sacred trees, I ask the spirits for protection and for success in school. I make a vow something I give in return for these favors. And I must keep my end of this bargain. To neglect this is taboo. Misfortune or sickness will overcome me. Even my whole village could suffer. Our ancestors can also come to us in ceremonies like the truth. Many people will gather and sing for hours until suddenly the medium is transformed. A spirit will enter her and the people will wonder just what kind of spirit it is. There are spirits who help us, bringing good advice for a problem or healing from illness. And there are spirits that bring only trouble. There are frightening things I do not understand. Why the spirits are sometimes demanding and dangerous. Why sometimes my vow is not enough. Maybe there is more I can do. Someday I will take the pilgrimage to the sacred caves. This journey will give me favor in the eyes of our ancestors. I know Sakalawa who go to a church. When the spirits are silent, they pray to a statue instead. But I don't know if it makes any difference. It is a man-man religion, foreign to me. I know Antikana who are to Allah for favor. They are looking for the same thing that I am. This is a peaceful place, but I'm not at peace. I am bound, bound by vows made to rocks or trees or distant gods. I am captive, captive to the whims of the spirit ancestors. I am pursued. Chased by darkness, I cannot explain. I am an island, cut off from something I need, surrounded by something I fear.